When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Heart and Hand, the Rangers podcast. The podcast that doesn't know when it's beaten. The Jam, Jelovic and Miller, fired just a comeback win in a strange town. Indeed, the Aberdeen result left us thinking, that's entertainment. Attention turns to the modern world of the Champions League. Bursaspor played like absolute beginners against Valencia, but in the city on Wednesday we'll need three points to make a good start to the home campaign. we look at all that and more on Heart and Hand. Okay, so uh, well, just kicking us off there with jam-related punnery, um, just to, to say hello and thank you for sticking with us after last week's sound debacle. Um, this week I'm joined by Mr Scott Vandenacker. Hi David, um, jam-related punnery? Yes. News of the world? No, we're not, we're not going to mention the news of the world. Um, sitting next to Scott is Cameron Bell. Hello, hello. Hello, and uh, it's always nice to have a good bell end into, into Podland. And, of course, he's the, the Sultan of Suave. It's Mark Dingwall. Hi, to hi, campers. Uh, um, we got any abuse for saying last week that uh, you were a bit of a lady killer because people did take it literally. And, uh, Scott, you, you've been uh, quite forthright in your criticism of lorry drivers and their insidious campaign of... of Slaughtering innocent women Well I do But it also Mark's approach to how he deals with his dates Is similar to what Cammy was saying well, I call them dates okay. <laughs> What Cammy was telling us earlier About his, his, his friend who shouts out at the game every week Yes Keep it in the carpet <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Mark That'll be Mark And then in the boot of the car <laughs> Then in a shallow grave Yes yeah. when, when we're talking about uh, people disappearing What about David's son? Yeah, absolutely yes. I was a wee bit surprised to read in the news of the world That uh, I have a kid uh, I, didn't, I didn't know 
about him. To uh, the, uh-huh. CA, the CSA, that's more, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> more pertinent. Like, we, we Declan. I always thought it was strange that I'm, I'm 32 years old, I come from Cowinan and I don't have any kids. I figured that, you know, there must be some. You're obviously heading for that old Benedictine monastery, yeah. you're going to resurrect it. Yeah, Once you go over 15, David, and Cowinan, you're safe for a while. Yeah. That's the optimum age for having Unless kids. Mark comes visiting. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, you'll be glad to hear this top quality sound badinage is back because we've got producer Chris back on board after last week when he avoided us because Kilmarnock, of course, threw that. Uh, through that result away against Celtic at part, uh, Rugby Park uh, if you do want last week's podcast which does sound as though we're having a wank in a wind tunnel you'll find it on the Playback Media website it's on playbackmedia.co.uk it featured me, Mark and Cammy basically what appeared to be shouting at each other very quietly from a, uh, a crowded aircraft hangar so this week we're back in the groove we've got the big man back and we might as well start with the, the sheep game some comeback reading stuff in the, in the message board that's kind of like um, blah blah great comeback I actually thought that we were playing in the first half, even going behind. For once in my lifetime, I wasn't panicking about Rangers being too behind. I just thought if, if this is going to turn around, it's going to come. Uh, I thought that 3 2 flat of the sheep, Cammy. I, I thought so as well, but as we were kind of talking about earlier on, it, it stuns me how Aberdeen raised their game against us, and I never ever fails to disappoint. And if they played like that every week against other teams, they'd be up near the top end of the table. But, but it's ridiculous. Yeah, but then that would include Mark McGee being a top six manager in Scott. We've never really seen any evidence of that, have we? Well, I mean, I've been quite forthright in my criticism of Mark McGee because. Because you hate him. Yeah, because he's, <laughs> he's Mark McGee. And you're right. There isn't a reason. No. I actually had the. I didn't see the game today. Do you think he wants a Celtic job? He's never mentioned it, though. The commentator said today, I watched the game uh, in the house today um, because it was in my bunker after a, a newspaper article. And uh, I watched the game in the tele today and he said that Mark McGee didn't sleep very well last night because he had to sleep in his two year old son's race car bed because he's, his son went through and slept in his bed. And I'm like, you're your son's bitch. Right, you know, two-year-old walks through and went, "Oh, you race car bed? I'm in there." Maybe they had a tactical chat and he lost. <laughs> and, so the, and the booby prize was he had to sleep in the race car bed. Well, know. what he did do today, Mark McGee, it did appear at uh, half-time two-one Rangers in the ascendancy, and I agree with Mark's point that we were pretty comfortable even to, to go behind. As he told them to sit back and try and defend it for forty-five minutes, and they just didn't appear to have the, the players to do that. It, the thing is, though, that, I mean, even when you saw him during the game in the second half, in particular, he looked. Ugly. Relatively, no, well, he does look ugly, obviously, but he looked really calm. Like, he looked quite kind of collected. So, even though his team were thrown away a two goal lead and eventually lost the game, they were still they were still struggling to do it. McGee really never showed any kind of degree of animation. No, I, th- I think he knew that he didn't have a lot of options on the bench. It was all kids, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, well, exactly. What I enjoyed about the, the game was uh, even uh, listening to the, the build up in the radio before the game uh, when, when the Rangers team came out, McCoy said, You know, we've done this, we've done that uh, because we're going to have a go. You know, I mean that was refreshing to, you know, considering all that's that's happened this season with anti football and whatever, uh, and Rangers. Now, whether that's uh, a boost from, although you can say the uh, <clears throat> the score against Dunfermline, you know, wasn't a correct score because of the you know the massive kind of golf that appeared that night. Um, I just wonder whether they thought the way we were moving the ball around in the second half uh, is is that a good sign for going up to Aberdeen and not. Having you know one up front and, and a packed defence. Can I just interject and say when you said the massive golf, I wondered if that was a sweat crack in your arse, um, which also contains a lot of stranded animals. It's quite interesting. Well, you have inspected it on occasion, <laughs> several times. I actually don't share your perspective of the game because I didn't see it. What? So I, so I had Can, to I, quiet. You could have been bumped. Correct. I could have had somebody else in. Well, a, a lack, of, a lack of, of where were you, David? A lack of football knowledge. Where were you? Held anyone back in this pod before? No, that's true. That? That's twice I've asked you where you were. You I was in a car. Yeah, but why were you in a car in a motorway? Because I was away from, with my wife for the weekend. Where were you? Edinburgh. 
Or King Billy Elliot strikes again. Was it the Bali? No, it was a hotel. <laughs> did they have Bali at the hotel? They did, actually. It was in our room. They had a special show. <laughs> that would be fantastic. We, we went and we had a fantastic... And I had to rely on Radio Scotland. You in tights does not count as a special show. <laughs> <laughs> it will later, Mark. Well, he does in his own time. <laughs> we're a knob of butter. It uh, will later, Mark. It will later on. Um, so I had to rely on Radio Scotland. And it appeared that Plucky Aberdeen were very, very unlucky and poured forward in wave after wave of attack as the Red Army in the studio cheered them on. No, they were the Red Army in the studio. And, and I, so I didn't really get a perspective of Rangers playing well with Richard Gordon and co. I thought defensively we were pretty poor today. I thought Bagheera was a wee bit dozy. Um, I thought he, we were at fault for the two Aberdeen goals. And it was literally, they were up the part twice and they went into a 2-0 lead. But as Mark said, there, there was a conviction about Rangers. I thought the front six um, were excellent. Mm. Well, I mean, it's like we said um, when we were discussing a game a couple of weeks ago that I'm, I'm still thinking that Maguera looks a wee bit not off the pace I mean don't get me wrong but it almost seems a wee bit kind of lackadaisical at times and there's been a couple of opportunities I thought we'll obviously talk about them filming again in a wee while but I thought that you know the, the defensively against the film were really poor, and I think that we need to be able to try and get you know a bit of impetus in from the defence because we are obviously can't do the kind of the same running that he used to do when he was a hundred years younger. Well, but they showed against Manchester United that when they need to defend, the guys can defend. Mm-hmm. It was a really competent performance down there. It was interesting. Walter himself said after the Man U game that sometimes actually not a lot to that kind of thing because you're not even looking to go over the halfway line. Yeah, it's a packed defence. Everyone's supporting everyone. I think it is harder to. Have a competent defence when you're also trying to pose. I will talk about this, I think, with the Bursa Sport preview. Yeah. But it's a different thing. In the SPL, you've got higher line, you don't have people tucked in, there's no one sweeping behind Davy Weir. It's, it's tougher and you're going to get caught for pace sometimes. Well, one of the points I was going to raise there as well was just moving forward in the team a wee bit. I thought Naismith was excellent today. Was, and what's, br- what's brilliant about Naismith is the fact that he always looks up for it. And it's clear to see as well that I know um, there was a bit of a kind of kerfuffle, I think it was with Diamond and also with Vice for the penalty. But Naismith got right involved in it and stuff. And see, at times, that's how you, that's how you beat these teams because you, mm-hmm. you get them to lose their composure. I was also heartened by that because I remember a few years ago, Pitodri. If there was a Rami, our boys didn't go and defend each other. Um, I thought the tail end of the McLeish reign and the, the Le Guin reign, if there was a Rami, the rest of the team didn't want to know, but you're right, they will go in and defend each other. Although you've got to say, his, his, his hard man impersonation doesn't work too well when he runs and bounced off a diamond end <laughs> on his backside. But yeah. his game, he's like, we kind of nippy Jack Russell going in against a big stupid Doberman in that instance. And I did like the fact that when Chris McGuire gets sent off, you could very clearly see Nasey in the background mouthing ha 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 as he walked down the tunnel. Put that on Facebook. Yeah. Well, I got into trouble a few years ago for saying that uh, Chris Maguire, when he slagged Barry Ferguson and Alan Hutton, I said, you know, who is this guy in three years will be working in, in Asda? And I got complaints from people who worked in Asda. Um, <laughs> Can I apologise? I didn't call it the Facebook. No, uh, and you'll, you'll be severely punished for that later on, uh, but for various reasons, you know. We, we did notice the gayness went down last week, didn't we, when Scott wasn't, wasn't here? So maybe you, you bring it in every day. You're a fine fella. Thank you very much. You know, certainly yeah. good for your age. Well, I'm a, quite supple. I feel I'm coming over old John Inman. No, maybe later. Perhaps on the interweb. Though slightly Hitlerian uh, shed in the hair this week. Yeah, he's, he's, I think he's looking He's looking good on it. Acting, baby. Well, Cammy, the front two have really, really shown up. I mean, I hate to say it, but the, the Miller goal run is a bit Negri-esque, isn't it? I know, it's six? fantastic. To be fair, good on Miller. It seems to be Smith tried, or even maybe McCoy's trying to help them out, that Yelvich now seems to be doing the running that Miller did for Boyd yeah. last season. And now Miller seems to be the kind of uh, man up top to be able to try and put them away. But what's good about it is he finished for the same goal was outstanding. It was, it was great. But what's what's really good to see about Miller now is the fact, though, that he's getting into his run of confidence now as well because he's scoring all these goals and he, he's able 
able to do the, the, the really easy things but do them easily whereas beforehand I think that I don't think I was alone in my thinking Miller could miss you know from two yards out yeah. fairly, fairly easily but it's because he maybe overthinks about it now he's just banging them in but you saw that with the second goal yeah. uh, and also the confidence when he strode up to take the penalty and Scott Jelovic has already got four goals uh, and you can tell I think when a new player arrives if they're a player I mean it might not work out but you can tell by touch and work rate and he does seem to have that he's, he's not dominated the game yet uh, but you can tell his touch and the way he plays the back to goal there's definitely a player there yeah. I think what's interesting at the moment is that we had Boyd and I don't think you can denigrate his, his Boyd's scoring rate but it was like a man down if the game wasn't going his way the front players now the front six are all able to take the ball trap it turn into play they do a lot of running they do work they can play with the back to goal it is a huge advantage for us to not have somebody who's standing around waiting to poach that's a hard game it's very tough I think as well now when the ball goes up front it tends to stick what, what I, I really enjoyed uh, today was the fact that we looked so comfortable in possession very often with Rangers you know sometimes balls are over hit you know you have possession you don't immediately get a result from it and we kind of wander the ball back today the, the players had, uh, were providing one another with options yeah there was all round a good performance and I think we owed the sheep one um, we've been up there a few times and, well, and flat I mean, to deceive we, we've played them 66 times now at Pitodry and we've lost um, 28 of those times and we've only won including today did you get 21st that? True, no. did you get that though? I, I read it in a book stop Planning before the pod, known stuff. I know, but it's true. But the thing about this comes back to my No, I think that's pathetic. You come up here with your stat and your facts. preparation stuff. Facts. Yeah. Facts. But again, my point is. You're just trying to show me up, aren't you? The, uh, that's not difficult. Well, I, I think you'll find it. Was, it was the second most, most interesting thing I could read in the news of the world today. Yeah, it's very good. You're already on thin ice, my boy, right? Why? You don't, you don't want to. Like, right, firstly, you were quite good the first week, and since then, frankly, there's been a bit of a key laugh thing going on with mm-hmm. you. Secondly, you took a fiver off me. Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, no, not yet. I no, actually, you're going to take a fiver off me tonight, um, which I've got in 500 one pence pieces I'll to hand over to you in bags. Uh, the reason for this, and we'll move swiftly on to the Dunfermline game, is that I was sitting next to Mr. Cameron Bell at the Dunfermline game, and he was positively frothy in the trouser area when, when he saw that yeah, Kyle Lafferty was scoring. And after a fairly disappointing first half an hour, um, Lafferty then um, accidentally beat three players and squaffed one in. And Cammy went berserk. He then, uh, because we'd had a bet on beforehand that, that he said that Nasey, uh, that Lafferty would score before Nasey. But looking back, that was a shitty, shitty, awful bet, which I shouldn't have took, mm. because Nasey was doing all the work in midfield yeah. just to plamf it through. David... I don't even want to say it. I can't bring myself. What is Cammy's name for Kyle Lafferty? K-Laff. 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 It's just... Is it no missing an S at the start? He did play really well. He did. He did, and he got a hat-trick as well, which I don't think anyone expected, and I'm glad to see I was, certainly didn't. No. I was uh, the only one. <laughs> That's no one why you're £5 lighter. <laughs> <It's> absolutely. <laughs> I, know, I know, but I think I was the only one uh, like, kind of really cheering them on when I was in the govern stand stuff, because people were in this uh, state of disbelief. Yeah, but it was kind of laughing. I mean, you need your lad in your hand and your tongue out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's what happens when I sit next to you. Well, absolutely, you know. What I mean? do you think we all turn up to this naked? Well, that's a revolting thought. And the thing is, there's going to be a picture on the Facebook this week of me handing the five pounds over to Cammy. Wonderful. Uh, and when it on does, your mm-hmm. no, no, mm-hmm. that's still my podcast, <laughs> right? You know, I, I, I might be, I might be a, an unknown father of one being chased by the CSA, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm still, I still have my pride, and I certainly. And remember, Cammy's minion level. This was discussed on the Facebook this week about levels of minions. Mm-hmm. So there's like me, star, right? Then sort of just below my level is producer Chris. Right mm-hmm. then, I'd say there's Scott and Mark, regular guests. Mm-hmm. Then there's Fraser, mellifluous Marvin of the podcast. Mm-hmm. 
then there's the, the Facebookers yeah. who are far more important still yeah. than Cammy. No, you missed the dog, Arthur. Oh, Arthur, yeah. The, the wee missed the dog. And the dog. dog. Although Fraser... Do you think that's what the news of the world meant when they said there was a father of one? <laughs> yeah, they always I did just get Arthur yeah. last week. Maybe the mouthless tones of Fraser wouldn't be quite so Certainly popular. a few dogs. Wouldn't be quite so popular when that podcast comes out. No. The, the, the outtakes podcast. Yeah, when the outtakes podcast. Jesus. Uh, he's going to jail. He's going to jail for that one. He's actually in Zanzibar. Do you know from Which is Park? not a gay nightclub, it's apparently a place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Freddie Mercury, I think grew up there. Says it all. He's yeah. got espadrilles. I'm uh, just saying him. That, that guy Freddie Mercury, right? He, see, when he was alive, he should have watched it, because the way he carried on, anybody would have thought he was a puff. Absolutely unbelievable. You know? He was flamboyant. He was flamboyant. He was a Zoroastrian, but big Scott loves him because he misheard it and thought he was a roaster. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Cammy was in Dundee this week. I don't know why roasting made me think of Dundee. Anyway, it was a very entertaining match. We had Kyle Hutton uh, come on and played, played really, really well. Nasey was outstanding, as he has been all season. And are you going to bow down to my superior football knowledge now about Sir Naismith? No. Why I'm going not? To, because I'm pleased, as pleased as you are. We're not pleased. Not. <laughs> no, no. You actually are too pleased, I can see. Are yeah. you still staying by Edu? Yes. Because he's playing really shit at the moment. He is playing You didn't think he was alright today? I but thought he was okay, but he's obviously been benched because of his performances. Did, did, did you watch the masterclass at Old Trafford? Moe do. Took the game to scruff the neck and changed football as we know it. Pretty much changed the face of modern football. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Mark, uh, so the 7-2 the result, you said that obviously there was a golfing class between the two sides, but they're very rangers in this Beaston family at Ibrox, doesn't it? They just turn up and they're sort of, I don't think they lie down to, to go across something, but they do tend to be in the end of some severe shellackings. The thing I liked about the, the Dunfermline game is very often rangers in the past, you'll see, you know, we, we do get a couple of goals ahead and then it's, you can almost see people turning off and saying, right, nobody gets injured, nobody gets suspended, let's just play it out. Instead of which, what I prefer to see is, um, goals. is, is goals, simply yeah. because there's nothing better for players' confidence than, than scoring goals. Um, some people can say, well, we were toying with them towards the end. Um, I actually, we actually I thought it was... I could see it 3-2. I, I, I wasn't, you know... I wasn't sitting comfortable at all. We were we were struggling, we were, um, but then and we got the goal pretty much instantly. And oh yeah, goal yeah. Was the, the timing was good. But I mean, I said a few weeks ago that it'd be nice to see us put teams to the sword because Webster was a bit disappointing, wasn't he? I thought I, Webster was really poor. I thought he had a poor. It's game. his first game for Rangers in three years, and the thing is, it looks like his first game of football in three years. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I, I, I have to no, but I have to confess, I didn't see him that much when he was at United, so I don't know in a comparison how well he played there. But to be nominated for Player of the Year would suggest to me he was obviously playing very well. Absolutely. That's However, on on pre- last Tuesday I just thought you know the whole defence looked pretty shocking that's what's quite surprising about the reaction to Webster loads of folk on various internet sites were saying hardly played any football he played 30 odd yeah, games for Dundee United so he has played a lot of football recently um, I believe he was getting well, he was getting beaten in the air a lot and doing he, he, he was getting beaten. He looked hesitant when the ball came over in the air. And the thing was, you're thinking, well, Bouguera would maybe have to talk a young defender through the game. Andy Webster's 27, he's an international. But so, the last time he played for Rangers at Ibrox was against a team who don't exist anymore. Yeah, it was against Gretna. Right. So, I mean, it's been that long. Some players, it's too big for them. They're good players. Well, I think we've seen that before, yeah. I wonder if Rangers think it's just it's not quite working out for them. I just wonder. I think this is, has to be surely make a break season for them at Ibrox. I don't think there's uh, much point in persisting with him past this season. No, I think that uh, if he's his contract up, it, his contract is up. I think at the end of the season. So the, the point I was going to make, though, not necessarily you know blaming the, the two goals at Webster's door, but you've got to remember as well. We conceded a goal from the corner when we had, and I'm fairly certain, eleven men in the box defending yeah. it, 
and I'm sorry but at the end of the day that's inexcusable I, 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 can, I know he's made to an extent where we play so defensively at corners that we have to have oh, every man in it we don't leave someone up the park that maybe we can hit as a target yeah. we always pack that box and even to lose a goal directly for a corner with everyone in there is, is, mm. is, 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 there is no excuse for that mm. and I think it also again shows how good it is it weird has it been able to organise from the back to be able to try you and make really sure you really shouted at Bagheera the other night what's you, that you really shouted at Bagheera you accused him of being lazy uh, well, I probably did yeah because uh, again in my opinion I think he yeah, he's probably did you did right okay well I did then I was too busy you know cheering on Kyle Lafferty and laughing at you and then I took uh, I always if I'm going to a game with somebody I always take chocolate and I offered Cammy the caramel or the twirl and he took the twirl, even though I had clearly indicated by my hand movement that I wanted twirl, and he was supposed to take the caramel. You think I'm the first kid that you've ever given sweets to? Kid, the the, <laughs> the, the promise of boyish good looks. Yeah. That's one hungry kid. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Right, okay then. So that uh, sums up. It was a pretty decent week for Rangers, not only in terms of results, but in terms of goals and in terms of performance. Yeah, what happened to that Ten team? goals in 108 minutes of football. Yeah, Can I also bad. say what happened to that team who are basically Brazil 70 reincarnated this season, who were basically weren't going to get anywhere near. Well, I've, we, we seem to be who's top on top of them. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. Yeah. We're not rubbish. Though. I think they'd be used to it by now, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Can I, sorry, can I also just interject that having now done this section, having spoken about that with the game, there was nowhere near the level of vile hatred that I would like to have put across here because I hate Aberdeen. I mean, I'm not, I, that's not I, that's not a throwaway. I hate them. You hate Almost them. to the same level as Celtic. But it's again, it just comes back down to the fact that their fans are all scumbags. Xander Diamond's a scumbag. McGee's a scumbag. Maguire, yeah, scumbag. Well, I, you've not Young. really left a lot of room for manoeuvre there, Cameron. No, but I, I would just say. like to put that out there, that's all. I, I, yeah. I would hope that the, the well, listeners would be able from, to get that. I'm getting abused from sheep because I said that I don't like going to, in my book, I said I don't like going to Pataudry because I'm always scared that I'm going to touch something and get rabies. So I'm already on that hit list, but you can join. That's Cameron Bell sheep um, that, you're, yeah. that you're listening to on that one. Okay, before we get in any further trouble, we're going to move on to our Spears of the Week. Picture the scene, listeners. It's the start of the season. There's a, a free zone of excitement in the air as Rangers look set that they might sign somebody. And the idea for Heart and Hand is born. At that point, we decide we're going to need a regular feature. We can do a weekly one that incorporates the world of sport and, and people that have made a bit of a dick of themselves. We suggest we'll call it Spears of the Week, named in honour of the former Herald sports writer now playing his trade at the Open Advertiser. Scott gets awfully excited about this, and week on week... Turns up with a Spears of the Week Not just one in fact Six, seven, sometimes eight mm-hmm. The best ones are routinely pinched By Cammy, Fraser and Mark mm-hmm. And Scott is left in the corner Weeping over his failure to win Spears of the Week The big man's had a week away And in week eight, could this be the week That Scott breaks his duck And can I say, your duck, not the duck Not Ronnie No Right, okay Is the answer no, no, you know, I, I'm feeling really good towards you this week. We don't stand. I don't know anything about football. This no, week. we know that. Well, no, this week specifically, though. <laughs> I've, been, I've, I've been in football leagues. I've been in Siberia, football-wise. Not would, literally. But if you were in Siberia, is it just me or does anybody else think that Scott would uh, go and watch a game in the Trans-Siberian 3rd Division? Yeah, would you? And probably bore all the people at the game. And then come back and say, you know, the, the thing about the Trans-Siberian League is that they just don't have good scouting and youth facilities. See, what I don't like about this is, though, that he was away seeing the Lady Boys of Bangkok he this weekend. Yeah. Missed the Aberdeen game. 
pretty big game for us. You would say, yeah, um, because of the fact he wanted to go and see some transsexuals. Yeah, and he had tickets for it, which yeah. he sold to one of your mates, did he not? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, funnily enough, I've uh, saw a transsexual last night and tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sitting around this table. Yeah. Um, well, we've got that I apparently can have children without knowing about it, which means that I, if I'm not right, I'm God. So it's it's exactly, yeah. You I know. was going to say, that must surely just feed your ego even further to I, know that I, you're responsible well, for an immaculate I've conception. always known there was a God, right? And now I know who it is, and it's me. Hmm. Um, Homer Simpson line there. Okay, we are going to do Spears of the Week, and I'm going to start off with Cammy. Um, my Spears of the Week, uh, I didn't nick from Scott, but um, it's going to be Brian Winter. Um, the referee of the Dundee. I'm glad you cleared that up. I thought it was the guy that used to do the thing with Norbert. No, 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 no. no. Oh, right, okay. Um, he was a referee. That would have been cool if he was a referee, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was he Jewish? You don't get a lot of Jewish refs in Scotland. That'd be good. They could give a yellow card and go, oh, what did you do that? You don't for? actually get a lot of Jews in Scotland, so statistically it's probably the right number of refs. That would work, yeah. That's really funny. I've got two really close pals who are both Jewish, but they're not actually Jewish. It's just because they stay in Newton Mearns, which is. Is that what you thought, though, when you befriended them? Nah, I kind of thought they were both dicks, but to be honest, they're just going to hang about now. Point, point of information for any uh, blue-nosed uh, Jewish gentlemen that are on who happen to have a cat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Point of information. That's a very specific audience. Yeah. A mate of mine, brothers in the Israeli Defence Forces, come back and informs them, kitty cat is the only kosher cat food. Brian Winter, Mr Winter. Schnorbit's um, running the line. Yeah, he decided to, to book... Um, a St Johnson player twice yesterday uh, and what had he done? It must have been bad if he thought that's worth two yellows I think, I think they were a, a decent space apart as well um, But yeah, he did a, he did a Graham Pole and, um, How long did the lad stay on the pitch for afterwards? Uh, no, no, he was it, finished the game, as far as I understand Oh, it. that's harsh So apparently he's going to get hauled up before the SFA to explain his actions I always like that, and I feel a bit sorry for us when they made a blunder Could you explain that? Mm. Yes, I made a yeah. James Hunt of it Exactly, you just turn around and say, like, I, I made a total mean call it, I mean, like, There's nothing I can do about it, I mean, obviously it's not as anyone near the global scale that Graham Pohl managed to reach. No. Obviously, the SFA and SPL are furious that he didn't actually save that for Parkhead. Yeah. yeah. So that's well, yeah. there's no way he would have been given two yellow cars as Celtic player, let's be true. honest. I know, I know. So, um, yeah, it's a fairly pitiful effort. I'm never going to win this Spears of the Weekend anyway, does it? It is matter? pretty poor. No, it is, It yeah. does sound as though that you were so busy away getting your stats that basically you've just had a quick well, scratch to the paper. Fraser's not here. You have a chance. The only way how I'm ever going to win this thing is if I bring Edgar around some sort of form of, you know, bribe. Bribe. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Fraser is a shoe-in when he gets back from Zanzibar. Don't mention shoes and Fraser. Last no. time I saw Fraser, he was wearing moccasins. Pink. Or, or, yeah, was it? Moccasins Espindrils. or drills With no socks. Yeah, and I'm ones. sorry, but see guys in Glasgow. Guys in Glasgow cannot wear shoes yeah. and no socks unless yeah. you're a Ned scumbag. Fraser certainly doesn't any of those no, things. certainly doesn't those things. Club Tropicana. Drinks, drinks are free. free. George Michael isn't. No. Have you, have, you, have you heard his new song that he's bringing out about his cellmate in the prison? Yes. Oh, God, yeah. I think. Hairless Fister? Yes, we, we'd all heard that. I think we all had that text about seven minutes after the judge had, mm. had, that, had said he should be taken down to cells, but yeah. Oh, you're just, you're just no. You were sent down for some porridge. It's a horrible thought, isn't it? Absolutely. Like. Although somebody did say on uh, a, a website, which Mark has more than a passing interest in, uh, it's no maybe the best place to send somebody who loves drugs and bum sex. Mm, that's true. You know, to, to HM Prison. Mark, Spears of the Week? My nomination for Spears of the Week is the entire Scottish disciplinary football apparatus. Uh, he um, always goes for the big show, doesn't he? he doesn't does. he? You know, all of them. All of them. Every Stalinist, isn't it? Purges. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 none that my memory's going in. I tend, to, and I tend to get names wrong. Josh McGuinness, who I believe plays for Aberdeen. I believe so, yes. Have I got the right name? And I'm, I'm not yes. confusing him with a, an X Factor hopeful. Stat boy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yes, you may continue. Good, thank you. It's, it's nice to know that my brain cells are working properly. It's Any, huge. Anyway, essentially what he said was that he was going to provoke Kyle Lafferty and get him sent off. Hmm. And you're thinking to yourself, I mean, I hope it was Kyle Lafferty said he was going to provoke and get sent off. Yeah, it was. And you're just thinking, well, you know, if it was any other team, apart from Rangers, who one of their opponents had said this, would they have found themselves up in some charge of bringing the game into disrepute, provocation? Yeah, you know, you so. mean you could have a field day, and uh, but guess what? It's the same as those IRA songs at Celtic games. Mm-hmm. Nobody noticed. Yeah. I think well, that might explain Josh McGuinness's display then, because if Kyle was on the bench, so if Josh McGuinness was too busy kind of trying to wind him up, like running by him and going. You get back here. Yes. You know that maybe explains how he was poor. Um, obviously, the Aberdeen players have been having a great week then because Xander Diamond uh, had a, a wee mention during the week about the fact that the only reason why he stayed, sorry, that was preceded in the, in, in the paper by highly rated defender Xander Diamond, who rates him. I've got no idea. His mum. But he said that the only reason why he stayed at Aberdeen was to show loyalty to Jimmy Calderwood. I've got to assume that no one's actually told Diamond that Coldo doesn't. 18 the, months the, ago. Yeah, the Aberdeen manager in the longer. The thing about Diamond, is it just me or does he look like E.T. after a botched facelift? Mm. Yeah, he does, yeah. He's a very ugly... Talk about Jimmy Calderwood, though, actually. See Bernie Winters? Very similar. Jimmy Calderwood. So Winters. Jimmy Calderwood gave somebody two yellow cards yesterday? He did, yeah. And didn't send them off? Yeah, it was Jimmy Calderwood. It was Jimmy See, Calderwood. actually, now I'm thinking about it, Mark. See, that we're saying lookalikes. Don't David and Scott look exactly like Siegfried and Roy? Have you got a tiger in this? Who are Siegfried and Roy? The, the um, camp guys who do the tiger stuff. Oh, you would know that because you would watch them. That's the kind of thing you would watch. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. you like all magic. And I, like, I like my entertainment uh, kind of straight lace sex kind of way. Not this, you know, Lady Boys of Bangkok, transsexuals all over the shop. And things that have the Acolytes. They are famous gay magicians, aren't they? Yeah. I don't think Cammy, even magic, wouldn't help him get his hold with it. No, <laughs> not totally. Although, uh, it, says the man who likes. Bangkok. Yeah. yeah, but then Cammy has been known to take a, you know, well, not a tiger, he's been known to take a, to take a dug and try to get them to bite somebody coming out of Bennett so well, he could take them home. Well, that's true. That just, no, I'm not going to go there. Right, well, there's websites for that kind of thing. I'm not gonna yes, go. and uh, I think, uh, yeah, Cameron frequents them quite, quite frequently. Uh, Scott, Spears of the Week. Right, I'm a bit... Um, I'm willing you on here, big man. I am willing you on. I'll just quick mention for Rafa, he's, he's working his magic over at Inter. They get beat again? Yep. Oh, bloody hell. Um, right. You have you have a terrible, terrible season, right? And you get six million quid after the club that you're leaving, and then you get to manage the reigning European champions. That to me is spawny get out of us. Allardyce as well came round and said that he shouldn't manage clubs like Bolton and Blackburn and whoever else has been out. He should manage like Real Madrid and Inter because um, going to these places and managing them would be easy because the you know the, the wealth of talent that you have at your disposal. Benitez has proven that wrong. Yeah, we did mention that on the Ghost Podcast. Um, which a great which line you can download. Great line. The guy was talking about his style of football. Yes, about uh, Bolton first and then Black. And they're talking to a guy he knows who's a Bolton fan. And he said, you know, you're born a fan, you stay a fan no matter who the manager is, no matter what the style of football's like. He said, under Sam Allardyce, it was like having a dog with three legs. It's a shit dog, but you still love it because he's your dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably sums up. Like, also, his protege is that guy from Phil Hall. Brown. I, I want, I, Phil Brown was linked with a Celtic job in the oh. summer. I swear to God, I'd have walked in a coaming, right, to try. I, I would have went down with the Chilean mm. miners and spent four months in captivity if Celtic had appointed Phil Brown. That would have been the best. Oh, he's such a dog. 
Although Mark admitted you quite liked that time he appeared on the telly when he had the, the pink jumper just draped elegantly over his, his nape of his neck. Mark thought it was a mirror, not the TV. <laughs> <when he laughs> no, we want to keep up the Chilean analogy. If he'd come to Parkhead, I would have been quite happy to have had my genitals electrified personally by General Pinochet. <laughs> I'm sorry, but should we not just get away from the whole idea of Celtic? Minors, the whole thing. Let's yeah, just we, step we, away. We from probably it, yeah. should. Scott, your actual entry. I think um, it, it turned out a week or two ago, reading that um, this is bizarre. That the former assistant manager of Togo, who was sacked under under a cloud. I don't know if he's lifted under a cloud. But he, <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah, like, cloud, don't come back yeah, yeah. <laughs> And um, he, he took his, his anger out by intercepting various faxes and putting together his own Togolese eleven <laughs> and sending them around the world to play. For money and friendlies, <laughs> and he was rumbled recently. But I think it was the when nobody noticed that. But he was near there. No, well, he just said it was Togolese eleven, which it probably was. And yeah. they went to Bahrain and they get beat some eleven nil. Now the Bahrainis asked some questions about where the money was going. None of the players played in the Togolese league <laughs> or appeared to be from Togo. <laughs> they were all white. And they were all yeah. <laughs> this guy put together a sort of Harlem Globetrotters eleven to pick up money, and it turns out he'd been intercepting faxes at the Togo HQ <laughs> and saying yes to the friendlies and sending out his own team to get the money. That's got. I mean, I, I, I like the comparison there. The uh, Harlem Globetrotters of Togolese <laughs> nationals who can't even get a brawler and even registered yeah. footballers. Well, the, the thing that made me laugh there when, when Scott was saying that was you were kind of just thinking about the the idea of faxes rolling in because as a technology beloved of football clubs, know, nobody yeah. has email and football. Cl- so like, oh, the fax machine wasn't working, so we couldn't complete this nine that's, million pound deal. Yeah. That's why uh, Man United were able to sign. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo before we got it is because our fact she ran out of paper and that was his agent come back to say the deal had been completed but I know he would have, he would have fitted in up here would he get a game though who still, who still uses faxes though for Christ's sake nobody yeah. in the real world but football clubs love football them football clubs love them yeah do you think they've got telexes as well remember yeah. telex I remember I had a, a sheet of paper an A4 sheet of paper from Rangers in the, the late 80s that had printed autographs on it and it had the, the top of it the, the, you know, the address the phone number and the telex, the number. telex number and I said to my dad one time he's like we should telex them and he just looked at me what what <laughs> I'm, I'm sure when they read your book though, they'll be sending you a telex <laughs> fax smoke signals it'll be nice, email, it'll be, it'll be nice yeah. if people do read the book before yeah. they, you know send Put the boot in. Um, okay, then, so this is a tough one to make because, Scott, I was willing you on. And to be fair, yours was really, really good. Fraser's getting it, isn't he? But, yeah, he? I think I'm going to have to go for. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Scott. Scott, oh, you, yes, you have Jesus. broken your dust. I can't not. Yours was pish. It really. was pish, I don't deny that. But even if I came in with the best and you'd still give it to Van der Acker anyway. No, I wouldn't have. Ah, you would have. Well, he brought me Diet Coke this week. There we go. Right. You brought me nothing. Nothing. But heartache. That's all you've ever brought me, yeah, Cameron Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To you be know, honest, you, you come round and made a crack about the news of the world. What a bit of. Well, that's not supposed I wish I wished that if we had enough time, we could have done a kind of have I get news for you type thing. We all could have been wearing the t shirts. That would have worked well on a that podcast. Yeah, I know, but we would have. That's why you know, we don't let you the create vi- any. The visual medium would have been there, but it, you know, people would have heard us Do you know, all you're laughing the reason, at you. You're the reason why we can't have cameras in this podcast. Because right. you would scare the wains, because you would sit there with your lad the in your hand. The reason why going, we can't oh. have cameras in this podcast is because the only one dressed in this room is a producer. Well, that is true. But, yeah, exactly. But then that's why it's yeah. called the naked put. No, it's not. No, it's not. Did we abandon that idea? We abandoned that idea. This lived on, sort of like nipples on men. It was an evolutionary thing. No girls. 
wheels would turn up just <laughs> us so it would get abandoned after we could get one about the, the boot of Mark's car ok then well that, that concludes Keep section 2 and we're going to go now on to uh, the preview of the Bursa Sport game Bursa Sport then on Wednesday night uh, obviously we got off to a great start in the Champions League with that magnificent 0-0 win at uh, Old Trafford so I'm going to be honest and say I don't know an awful lot about Bursa Sport so Cammy you've suddenly turned up and decided you're Robert McElroy tell us a little bit about Bursa Sport uh, they play in green and white hoops which is their uh, away strip, I think. I, I think you have stopped them from wearing their green and white hooped away strip against us, though. No, no, they're still eligible to play in it, but apparently they think they'll probably play in their third strip, which is all orange. Oh, well, so I mean, that's from the, the ridiculous to the sublime, then. But I think it'll be good to see, you know, someone in green and white playing at Ibrox who could probably give us a game. That's true, that'll be quite interesting. Can I just bypass the uh, footballing content of this game completely and refer you to the back page of the, the Sunday Mail, which tells us that uh, cheeky Celtic fans are going to come to Ibrooks undercover by wearing hoops. Don't we get the money if they buy tickets? Anyway, they, they do, but there's also this idea that you know suddenly and amongst the Turkey support, there's all these people with pasty faces, one eyebrow, one eyebrow, pla- plastic slip-on shoes, <laughs> and of course the big giveaway, the gigantic. De- Dennis Taylor specs. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, uh, and pla- the hang glider out, out the top. Plastic slip-on shoes. Does that mean Cam- uh, Does that mean Fraser's going to be in the wrong end? That, but that has a handmade stuff? plastic. Has a handmade plastic. Yeah. Scott, you you do actually know a little bit about foreign football. One of the reasons we have you on here um, is this a game that we should be looking for three points in. Ah, well, there's two things I would say. Right. First of all, it's going to be more difficult than Old Trafford. I will explain myself. Walter came out and he, he did. We we're talking about this earlier. That putting everyone behind the ball and kicking it the way you're facing, it, it takes organisation, it takes a lot of dedication, but it's not tough in a tactical sense. What is tough is us adding an element of taking the game to Bursaspor. We couldn't do it last year. We haven't won a lot of European games recently. Nil tends to feature quite a lot of the games <laughs> we play. And actually finding a way to retain our defensive structure, but also try and pose them some problems, I think it could be tactically more difficult than putting everyone behind the ball. They tend to play, from what I can gather, they tend to put long balls down with the fullbacks. They draw the fullbacks up, drop balls behind them, and they've got really fast wingers. They break in behind, try and stay on side, and that's how they set up a lot of their chances. They play basically on the break with a lot of pace, which is why I think we'll play a deep line, and that could cause problems well, of its own. For me, I think we've got to get Vice into the side at home. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, to be honest with you, when we kind of run up to the game on Wednesday, I, if I was Smith, I'd show them all the Unirea game at Ibrox, um, because I, I'm not taking this lightly any longer, because we did that against Unirea, and you know we got pumped, and we got roundly pumped yeah, by what was a much better team in the night than us. Yeah, they were. Um, and we can't we can't go into this with any, any kind of form of a, you know a lackadaisical attitude. We've got to go in and hopefully, I mean, as, as Scott says, I mean, if they're a threat, then we've got to take that seriously. Mm. And just because we've never heard of them, you can't give them that level of disrespect that you know we get punished quite rightly for the last time we, we did that to Sunday. I think that's a British thing um, where it, if it's a team you haven't heard of, even though they can be better. So, for instance, if we got Galatasaray or Fenerbahce, people would have been going, "Oh, really, really tough game." But because it's Bursaspor, they're maybe not such a big name that people are saying, "Well, this is a more straightforward match." I think it's because it is a, a relatively uh, remote country where we don't get a, a huge amount of highlights. You know, it tends to be, oh, we've never heard of them. I think what you've got to do is to take on board that, you know, we do know uh, Besiktas and Galatasaray and Fenerbahce and the amount of money that's been in Turkish football over the last 10 years tells you that, you know, you do have to take them seriously even if, you know, they aren't exactly laden, laden with stars. They're also top of the league again 
this season so far. After, I well, they've got that in common with us. Yes, after five games. In fact, Valencia are top of their league as well, and only Man U are failing to set be the, top of the set the header and fire their own country. Yeah. We talk about winning games at home. It's at this point where you start thinking, well, you know, it's Walter's job to do it because I don't really want to commit myself to say, well, Rangers have been playing well in attack. Do we go out there to win or do we think, well, you know, the, the one up front has served as well over the last couple of years? Uh, you know, that's the, that's the big I question. I think I would go with a 4 5 1, especially Jelovic being ineligible, but well, it would be a 4 5 1 that could go to a, a 4 3 3 with, with Vice and Naismith. I think the, the problem you have. Look at last year's Champions League games as to not be cut out with the pace. David Weir tended to be playing next to McGregor. Mm-hmm. That meant the midfield's line was basically deep in our own half, and that whoever was playing up front was 40 yards isolated. Yeah. It's trying to get some sort of support to the lone striker and try to have a line outside your box. You have David Weir will just have to push up, and I know it's difficult, I know he doesn't want to get drawn, but David Weir will have to somehow drag the defence much further forward. I, I think, yeah, I, I, I'm. Sitting where Marcus kind of coming from as well, where I believe that it's it's the case that you know you've done really well against Aberdeen. The formation looks good; it looks all nice and tight and stuff as well. But we're going to change that again to go into. He will play a four-five-one, and we said that before the Man United game, and we kind of got it wrong because he went a five-four-one. But you know, at the end of the day, we we need to be able to try and adapt that somehow. And if we do go into a four-three-three. You know, maybe that'll get some goals as well. Okay, well, I'm going to go down then for quick prediction. Starting off with Scott. I would like 1-0 it won't, I don't think it'll be a classic 1-0 no, would be great maybe right there Cammy. yeah I think probably it won't be a classic either so I'm going to say maybe 2-1 hopefully ok um, Mark hopefully if we keep up our, uh, our defensive end and uh, sprinkle a little a little magic hopefully 2-0 uh, I'm going to go for 1-0 I think that uh, we'll, we'll be able to get the results That's quite positive for, for Hart and Hand Especially with the European night Okay then, we are going to go on to the competitions uh, And we're running a couple this week, listeners uh, And you can actually win stuff from Hart and Hand If you missed the Ghost podcast The one last week that was beset by sound problems um, You'll be able to hear it Although it does, as I say, sound as though it was recorded in somebody's back garden um, You'll be able to get it from the Playback Media website Which is playbackmedia.co.uk Go to the Hart and Hand section there And you can find last week's pod um we introduced a competition called bullet for the ira which is the cultural embargo that were placed on rangers fans as as kids where you couldn't buy certain products because people would say that's a bullet for the ira and it's that old joke uh, about certain things you can't buy so we were talking about things like mcdonald's u2 records that sort of thing ludicrous things that, that you were told you couldn't buy uh, we want your modern ones we've got a few in but i'm not going to tell you them because that would be cheating uh what we want is for you to send them in and you can win the first ever heart and hand t t-shirt uh, it rolled off the t-shirt equivalent of presses last week and uh, it will be sent out to you you can have it signed if you so wish but we sort of came to the conclusion that nobody would didn't we it's a collector's item hand handmade by cripples in a sweat shop factory in taiwan or, or your back ha- uh, your back yeah. room as it's, it's more commonly known so we want your modern equivalent uh, and as Cammy said last week you can't just say I don't buy anything green yeah exactly no you can't that's that's too easy um, but there were some good ones that we came up with but it'll be interesting to see the kind of really weird connection that some folk have as regards mm-hmm. what they would associate to, with something to do with Celtic yeah absolutely so we want to know anything at all that you can't buy because you know that somewhere some old guy would be saying that's nothing but a bullet for the IRA Magnus IRA cider incidentally is you can't enter with that one because Guinness. everybody said that one Guinness yeah absolutely you can't say those ones but we want to hear uh, there's a belter actually on the Facebook page so to enter that you can go to 
the Facebook. Facebook. Well done, Cammy. Mm. Well done. See, you're, you're coming round to it. Yeah, you'll find us at Heart and Hand. The, that's the page on the Facebook. You'll be able to get in touch with us at ibroxrocks at playbackmedia.co.uk. That's for email. And that's uh, ibroxrocks, R-O-C-K-S, at playbackmedia.co.uk. And you can follow us on Twitter, but I can't work Twitter. So please don't enter on Twitter, because I'm going to be honest, you're not going to win. Sorry, David, can you also make sure to include the fax number? Yes, exactly. Or telex. Anybody that actually has a telex number will win. I'll just tell you that right now. We're also still looking for your dogs and hats uh, and dogs and ranger strip. Where we got a dog and a ranger strip uh, last week. Some confusion. The gentleman in question worried. That he'd put his dog through unnecessary hassle. No, no. it turned out it wasn't a hat. He was no. worried about this. But. Yeah, no, no. I will take dogs and sweatbands. Um, yeah. We'll take. There was a great one in Viz one time where the dog was reading a scud book while smoking a fag and uh, taking a can of Stella. No, we're not saying that because I think you might get in trouble with the SSPCA for that. But uh, anything at all dog related. Basically, we're dog lovers on this show. Yeah. We're, we're not cat people apart from Dingwall when he's a sickle. Yeah. So the rest you're, of his you're love, kitty, kitty. Yeah, he didn't Nobody crack a pussy gag. No. And this week we have another competition. Every week on on Heart and Hand, we'll be giving away a series of football books. And not not mine. Before anybody gets sarcastic, no, we will no, be giving no. one of them away. Are these um, the ones that Scott is, uh, shall we say, well thumbed? Yes, these are the ones that Scott is currently fingering um, quietly and contentedly in the corner. I, I found a stash of interesting books that I'd been fingering when I was younger. Yeah, but you're not getting those ones. No, you're not getting them. You're no. not getting them. He's keeping them. Eighties, um, eighties the, scud. The, the girls have all got massive hair and bushes. You could lose a yeah, badger and sort of sweatbands. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Scott's keeping them, and he's he's just very kindly sharing them with the pod for uh, for reasons of research into well, I don't know, entertainment in the 80s mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of them. but what we are going to do is give away uh, a series of books uh, every week you can win this now the first is a bumper giveaway Scott what have we got to give away in the first week it, it's, it's incredible it's probably Heart and Hand Podcast's first real headline moment I think, I think it's going to make the mainstream press you reckon I've already done that and I was like yeah, it's, it's David it's three books three books yes the person will win three books okay oh. there's three questions relating to these Three books. That's a, that's a book for every goal that Kyle Laffey scored against the Fellman. Yes, yeah, there you go. It's that, the K-Laugh special. It's the K-Laugh special, then, this, this week's quiz. The books are Alex Bellos with Football, Brazilian Way of Life, Rui Castro's Garincha, which is a damn good read, by the way, and The Fantastic... El Diego by Diego Maradona which has to be read to be believed you do honestly this is one of the best football books one of the best books ever written it's hilarious so what you'll see what we've done here this is, this is why we're one of the leading podcasts of our kind we're certainly the leading one that's recorded in my house yes is that we used all our brain power to come up with three questions <laughs> relating it took his ages that's a really sad thing it yeah. took his ages because one of the questions though that was a bumper we think we might have made up yes so to get dropped. right and maybe listeners can help us with this did Pelly ever train at Rugby Park? Right, that's not a question. Well, it's a question for us. You don't want anything if you can tell us the answer to that. We just want to know. Google let us down. Uh, Google let us down because we're putting um, Pelly in Scotland. No, I got it was bloody Paddy yeah, McCall, the Derry Pelly. Yeah, can we confirm that it is like the actual proper, genuine Pelly, not, not some a shit smear tramp? Yeah, and don't yeah. be smart arsed and go, oh, a baby Pelly played for Marseille at Ibrook. No, we want to know, did actual Pelly in the 60s play at Ed, Rugby Ed, Park? Edson Arantes de Nascimento. But is it actually... Playing a competitive game, no, just or did he show is up it training 
on the beach no. at Trin. Grace the turf of of any Scottish ground. We think it's rugby part. Uh, Cammy, it's interesting you mentioned there, Pelly. He was saying uh, I've seen a, a documentary that players in his generation didn't talk about erectile dysfunction, but but maybe they should have. Cammy never shuts up about it. Yeah, exactly. Cammy, if he'd been in that dressing room, I mean, Scott, you play football with Cammy, and you're always saying, Jesus, he keeps getting on about floppies. Erectile dysfunction all the time. It's holding him back, apparently. See, at the end of the day, see if you know you are having problem maintaining your stoners. I'm sorry that I'm trying to help you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are the I'm last sorry, person sorry, who could help me to I'm achieve sorry, a I'm, I'm trying to give you, you know, the verbal uh, excitement that you need. Can you imagine if you're really? Can you imagine if you're struggling behind. to get over the top and Cammy pops into your head? I've always got a picture of him in a wee coach's hat with a whistle going, "Come on, do it, yeah. do it." Imagine, so you think? So basically, what you're saying is you think about when you're having sex. Is that what you're saying? Yes or no? I can have sex and have wanes without knowing about it. Apparently Did you go so. see the paper the day? Mm-hmm. I've got a son I don't know exists. So, or a so basically, Cammy is now our fluffer. What yeah. a horrible, horrible. So he's, he's actually gone lower then in the follow, follow, cool club, he's, which we'll come to in a minute. He, I, say, I take it that we're, we really don't care if, we, if parents allow their children to listen to this podcast anymore. If, if you tolerate this, then your children will be next. I think you find, Mark, that they'll get more education for this than they will at school. What does school ever get me? A wane. Here we go folks, this is almost like a real quiz Almost You may be challenged, well you'll be challenged until you fire up Google yeah, Cheat probably much, yeah. um, don't, don't do it, come on, don't so, do it So can you remind us of these three questions or we just well, do, We haven't had them yet, sure no, I, had them, so I can't remind you I will also add to the excitement by saying that The winning entry will be drawn from a hat A hat but David, what hat? It'll be my dog Arthur's hat because I don't just ask you to send him pictures of your dog in a hat and then not do it myself right I mean I love this podcast this is my yes. life listeners this is my life and um, Arthur has a hat into which we will put your entries and we will draw it out if there's any way within a week I can get Arthur trained how to do it, then we'll, we'll post that on the Facebook. But at the moment, yep, Arthur's happy. Although if Arthur wins the books, there may be some sort of stewards inquiry. And can I just say, um, if you're one of the, the bears, there's plenty of bears abroad who listen to this, I'm not posting them there. No. Because I'm paying for this. No. So, you know, it's UK. Hold, hold on a minute. You're paying? Yes, I'm paying. Really? To post the books. Yeah. I think it's a bit offside to ask the listeners to pay for the postage in their own prize. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past you. No, neither would I. I did think it. It was, it was Chris that said, you can't do that. So, so, but why, do, why don't we limit the uh, delivery area to a certain one I can a, walk a couple to. of postcodes and you can just wander around with yeah, that? Yeah, basically G13 if I'm out there anyway. Okay. Surely the dog will take them, why not? You can't train the dog to do that. Well, he's, he's, he's quite a kind of. The words. I'll meet you at the game. My, my, yeah. my girlfriend, uh, I don't know if any listeners listen to uh, or watch, sorry, the dog whisperer, but my girlfriend has signed us up to Cesar Romero or whatever his name is online. So I've got my scammers there to authority. Um, so at the moment, I'm having enough bother with Arthur. But anyway, right, anyway. 20 minutes ago we started. Right, this. okay. <clears throat> Question one What three Argentinian players have played for Rangers since 1998? Question two. What club did Grincha play for for his entire career? Now, he played for a second club, but only for about 10 games, and he was already an alcoholic and never turned up for training. Doesn't count. What club did he basically play for his entire career? And thirdly, we had a poll earlier tonight. Which one of us, including Chris, the producer, was more likely to have a Brazilian? And why would they have a Brazilian? Can you explain what Brazilian is for people who don't know? No. It's a, it's a sort of haircut. Yes, exactly, and that's as far as we're going. But not on the top of your body? Not at the top of your body. It, no. Your front bum. Your front bum. Your front yes. bum. Okay. It's when you, you've got a shaven front bum in a certain right. fashion. And so, why? So those are the three questions. Uh, just quick battle through them again quickly. What three Argentinians have played for Rangers since 98? 
What club did Grincher play for his entire career? Well, before he collapsed into alcoholic stupor. And which of us would be most likely to have a Brazilian and why? Who won the poll? Fantastic. Get those in so you can enter them on the Facebook, but everybody else will see your answers. So you'd be better off emailing to ibroxrocks at playbackmedia.co.uk. Ibroxrocks at playbackmedia.co.uk will announce the winner on the next podcast. Put quiz on the subject. And put quiz on the subject, as producer Chris is saying. Um, yeah, that's quite a good idea, actually, Chris. Yeah. This don't, is why don't, we mention, have you. don't mention Brazilians in the subject header either, I would imagine. No, <laughs> it's certainly not. Could I'll be treated as spam. I'll not get through the filter. Okay, to this week's uh, letters and um, the Facebookers. Uh, Russell Thompson, can you confirm that I have a higher minion rank than Cameron Bell, please? I most certainly can, Russell. Uh, you are considerably higher. What's Cammy um, now then? I've lost count. Cam, uh, he, was, he was named Junior T Boy by Dingwall on uh, the very same thread. Okay. Um, he's not even a minimum wage T Boy. Uh, oh, I did say. Minimum, minimum wage from Dingwall's sweatshop workers, yeah, is that absolutely. Right? I did say that uh, he's work experience before he starts his own pod, Cameron in the Bell End, and William Kelly said that's similar to his last film, which was called The Bell End in Cameron. <laughs> So uh, you're getting a wee bit slagged. We mentioned on the, uh, the Phantom Post, the Heart, uh, the Phantom Pod, the Heart and Hand Cool Club. And Roston Barra, surely Mark isn't in that. Uh, no, he isn't. Of course not. Uh, it would make it redundant. Uh, the people who are in it, to, to answer Ross, are me, Arthur, the Duck, and uh, of course the regular, the, the Facebookers. So those are the people that uh, that are involved. But, 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 but you know, hold on. No, we just sub that. Are we? No, you, you haven't gained any. You could, you know, at the moment. You've got to have something to work towards. Kenny Miller still get his target of goals for the season. You just so, you're break, so you're breaking up the Siegfried and Roy partnership then and keeping him outside. Yeah, it's always, always onto the gay entertainers for you, isn't mm-hmm. it? Right, um, today, well done, Bears, and we got several several people getting in touch with us. Excellent, Kenny White, excellent comeback. I was never doing my nut at any point, never. <laughs> I think he's fibbing there. Richard Glenn, great performance today, shows the character we need and should have, and also why we're the champions. Graham Cairns, great spirit, great determination, the mark of champions. I've seen a theme here. Craig Burton, uh, we're definitely got that swagger about us again even at 2 down you knew we weren't finished Scott Gibson 2-0 down we stepped up and got stuck in where are the dogs and hats name mention a big lead a man is seriously underestimated in a jersey jersey that's quite tough to say Jersey yeah. jersey yeah say, say quickly um, Gordon Reid 2-0 and you effed it up 2-0 and you effed it up and repeat which I believe was, was being sung to the boys out there Going further down, there's some bullets for the IRA entry, which I'm going to, I'm going to save till next week yes. because I think it's fair to, to do it in a, in a wanner as you say. And then there's plenty of people who were abusing us uh, about not having a pod at last week. We kind of did, but we probably didn't. Uh, and last week we posted up on the Facebook, remember if you're going to Aberdeen, try to have a translator and make sure you've been inoculated. Um, Tam Hunter said, stay away from the field, you might never eat lamb again. <laughs> Bill Hunter replied, well, you do know what they put into the lamb up north, Tam. And to which Tam replied, yes I do, and that's why I only get lamb from the borders. <laughs> uh, which I think is, uh, sums it up. And Mark Feldman got in touch with us a few weeks ago. We mentioned the topless man, the, the chap who's seen uh, on away games and he's always sans top. In reply to the theory surrounding the topless salesman, Mr. Edgar, you are indeed correct. <laughs> uh, it isn't indeed a condition that makes him feel warm all the time, as he explained to me topless on a bus to Dundee a few seasons back. Why do all Newcastle United fans have that condition then? Uh, well, I think you need some tendency. They got beat again. Uh, Stoke City, I think. I think there's serious danger going down. Okay, so if you want to get in touch with us, Cameron, where's the first point of call to get in touch with us? I would suggest sending us a fax or telex, but if you don't have either one of those outdated pieces of machinery, you can send us a message on the Facebook. The Facebook, heart and hand. You can tweet us, uh, or tweet us, or, or Chris, what is it? Tweet, 
tweet you can tweet us uh, at ibox rocks on Twitter and you can email us and we want your competition entries they are actually worth worth winning you know and, and this won't always be the case by the yeah. way for one of your competitions uh, the time we're, we're auctioning off Mark Sports Jockstrap. You know that that ain't going to go down too well. Um, <laughs> several ways. Um, the entries flooding in for your book. My way no one to know where I live. Uh, okay, we're going to go on then to any other bear business. Do you think Buzz of Spore will have mental fans who like fireworks and run up and down, going absolutely mental, eat, win or lose? Well, they better not have because if they annoy my dog with their fireworks, I'll be raging. Well, that's true. Do the many fans come in, Mark? Do you know? I've absolutely no idea. What, what is your bus convener? Wait, that would be great. Oh, no. Mark and Turkey going right, yeah, well, for three quid. <laughs> and how is your new job as head of ticket at Rangers? <laughs> I just wondered. Mark likes to be the man with inside information. If he knows, is it just me or does any disrespect Scott didn't have any other bare business? Oh, I know. Just make up. Yeah, just make it up on okay, the spot. Okay, Kay laughs rubbish, and so's Naismith. He just made a fool of himself there, didn't he? True. Nobody can laugh stuff. Cameron Bell? Uh, I've got two things. The first one is... Um, Chats preparation, Scott. I'd, two I'd things. Like to, well, you're not going to like this. Um, I'd like to ensure that the photo of you handing over my winning bet is going on Facebook promptly. I don't you forgot about that. No, no, <laughs> I forgot about it. No, no, no. It will go on Facebook this very evening. Okay, excellent. And the second thing is, the competition sounds like a cracker, and I'm actually going to take the books away and read them, and then I'll tell you next week. No, you're not. I'm going to take them back to that cesspit you live in, <laughs> full of vomit and used jobbers. Just jobbers. 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 What jobbers. jobbers? What? A jobber is a wrestling term for a person whose job it is to lose the matches, but oh, a jobber a job. is a, a receptacle which is frowned upon by the Roman Catholic ah. Church. We called them jibs, not jobbers. Jibs or jobbers, we called yeah. them. What the blue hell are you talking about? Johnny's. 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 Sorry, I, no, no, no. Ah, there wouldn't be any used Johnny's euros, that would indicate no, a lady no, mo- Moving on for those of us whose Presbyterian ideals have been compromised. Have been outraged. <laughs> Procreation, not Mark, recreation. Any other bit of business? I thought there was a, a great idea from a, from a punt under blue order who was asking on, on I'm sorry Matt I've got to say just before he came to that he just pulled a face that looked like Joey Deacon after a knee <laughs> what was all that about punter on the, the blue order <clears throat> watching the game against Inferno going big man how come the jumbotrons are not on we can't see the replay or the goals so then became a discussion on what can we put up on the jumbotrons seeing as we can't afford the electricity for them Nidbooks. Need books. Etch a sketch. You draw on the goal. It's just happened, and you can wipe it. <laughs> giant, giant etch a sketch. That would be brilliant. That would exactly. be good. That would be a competition worth winning. You can be the etch a sketch guy in the jumbotron. I. We, we stick men going up the wee ball in the back of the net and then wipe it for the next. That goal. would be brilliant. That's like football manager, the original game for the spectrum. What is going on with the screens? Are they just? Are they totally broken? Uh, Bain said that they're broken and they've. They don't think it's worth the money to repair them at the moment. So. I take it that all of our listeners also know about the hilarious screens at Parkhead that can't be switched off yeah. because if they're ever switched off, they will never come back on again. Yes, that's why they're awesome. on permanently you if, you, if you drive by Parkhead. Sorry, I also meant to mention as well, um, oh, I, want to, I want to congratulate Arthur Boric and his weight loss. I don't know if you've seen it since three he's stone. moved. He's dropped three stone. Since he's moved to, is it Fiorentina? Is that yeah, Scott? Yeah. What he hasn't managed to do is play for them yet. Yeah. Oh, is he not? Is he not played? No, for he's not played. Obviously, he's doing some. Do you know what he said last week, Cammy? Do you know what he said last week? I may have to move if I can't get first team football. Three games into the season, I thought a bit of patience shown. Surely, yeah, absolutely. He must have. He couldn't think he was going to go ahead of Friday, did he? No, he did. He thought oh, he was. <laughs> Probably quite happy behind him, to be perfectly honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, and on that bombshell, I'm going to thank my first. I'm going to thank producer Chris for because uh, he is the most important guy in the room, which we discovered last week. Yeah. So thank you very much to Chris. I'm going to thank Mr. Scott Vandenacker. That's to believe. I'm going to thank the Bell End. Thank you very much. And I'm going to thank Mr. Mark Dingwall. It's a pleasure to have been had by you. We will thank also. My name's David Edgar uh, because I get pulled up for not saying 
that, in case people um, were wondering who the fanny was that was, was doing most of the talking, uh, I'd like to thank our executive producers in London, Mr Paul Miles and Mr Mike Lee, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. Please enter the competitions, otherwise Scott's going to be really, really disappointed, and we'll talk to you again next week. Um, okay. <laughs> By the way, is that your boy up there? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> that. It's my name. <laughs> this is a playback media production. Guess all the associated links for this podcast at ibroxrocks.com. If you'd like to sponsor or advertise on this podcast, please call our marketing partners, Sports Revolution, on 0207 580 2850 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.